So is God calling you to be with him in a more deeper way? Joining us today is the director of the vocations office here for the Archdiocese of Portland. There is a very special retreat coming up with our Archbishop Alexander Sample, Father Peter Julia, joining us live in studio this morning. Good morning, Father Julia. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Brenda and Pat. It's good to be with you guys. Always, always. We always have a good time here. Well, we're going to have a very good time today. We've just been talking throughout the week. You know, Christmas happened, but... It is a season for Catholics, so the 25th, just getting the party started, we get to celebrate for eight days the octave of Christmas and then into the new year, all the way to Epiphany. Is that the official end of Christmas? Yeah, in terms of the liturgical season, that's kind of, you know, our, our kickoff for the next the next stage, so to speak. So, yeah. Could well, we go 40 days, though, to the presentation, right? Well, yeah, in terms of like the Christmas, see, kind of almost like the Easter season, but in terms of like the special like liturgical days, you know, the epiphany, it kind of, you'll, you'll kind of move into a, a mode that seems a little bit more more ordinary, if you will, <laughs> you know, so to speak. And then you got to turn around in, in late February and we start Lent. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's why um, I was filling in at the cathedral this morning, and you know, so everybody tries to get their vacation, and a lot of the priests <laughs> right now, you know, because there's that small window, like you said, Pat, and so you just kind of have to get get going because you're tired. A lot of the priests are really tired for advent and, and the christmas season and so you try to take these small windows many, many people's parishes might be their office might be closed this week and so people tend to, to lay low this week especially priests <laughs> yeah so i think that kind of points to the importance of the fact that we need more vocations oh yeah absolutely yeah it's um this is an exciting retreat for me because i am a two-time attendee as a discerner my, myself oh. and in fact the, the the first discernment retreat that i ever went on the, the same one archbishop's discernment retreat it was archbishop lasney at the time and um i met father brent crow and also father rick lefave on that retreat so it was pretty fun to have two guys that were also discerning on that retreat that are now now brother priests of mine, and then and then many others, and a lot of the other retreats, especially ones that I went on as a seminarian and everything, and it, it tends to be the thing that gets you over the hump or, or, or sort of the clincher. I, I know for me, you know, I had moved here in 2008 from Colorado Springs, and I didn't really know anybody. And, and I'll say, like, I think of some of the communities now, the 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 young community around St. Michael, the young adult community around St. Patrick and, and the cathedral, and, and those just did not exist when I moved here. And um, and so when I met all the men at that retreat, I was like, oh, I'm not the only one. There's, there's a real feeling that you actually see other men who are actually thinking about that because you never meet them in daily life and and everybody tends to be so spread out you might know one guy or two guys but there's just kind of in 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 your local parish and you know you just don't know it until you get an opportunity to get together and then hear the archbishop um the archbishop speak and and i think for a lot of men to have a devoted weekend to do that is huge well i think for our archbishop too you've been talking about vacations how wonderful to be able to take that pause and step away from his ordinary duties as our archbishop and to really spend focused time in prayer, helping those discern. Father Julia, can you explain to our listeners what that means to discern? Because I think as a parent, I always talk to my kids about, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? Is that what discernment is, is trying to decide 
well, this is what I want to do when I grow up, be a priest. Yeah, in many ways, you know, discernment leads to deciding, but, but you know, really what you're doing is you're, you're taking in a lot of the evidence that's sort of presented of you. Okay, like what it, what do you hear in the silence of your heart and mind? You know, do you, do you feel like, do you ever get that sort of knocking at the door like, I could be a priest, or you see your, your parish priest preaching a homily or doing something and be like, and have some sort of pull or attraction to that. So you're paying attention to something like that. What is that inner tug at, at your heart? But then you're also paying attention to what other people might notice in you. I often say that, you know, people tend to notice our vocation in us before we notice it in ourselves, because all of us are unworthy, every single priest that was ever ordained, and you feel it. And I think the devil tries to make you feel it so that he tries to separate us from God and from being out in the vineyard. So sometimes we might feel like, well, I'm not up to that task. But then who knows, maybe just a parishioner or one of your family members might say, have you ever thought about being a priest? And so you're really taking in a lot of different information. You know, the people that know you well, you know, what what is your relationship to the church and what is your relationship to God? Do you feel an attraction to things? So you're actually looking at multiple sources. It's it's a little bit of detective work, you know, and discernment in a lot of ways, you know. Joining us this morning is Father Peter Julia. He is the director of the Office of Vocations here in the Archdiocese of Portland. He's joining us today to talk a little bit about an upcoming discernment retreat with our Archbishop Alexander Sample for men who are interested in the priesthood. Well, Father Julia, can you explain to us then for those who would be coming, like what at what point in this discernment process are they? Is it like, I mean, like Quovatis days almost kind of throws a wide net where it's young men, teenagers uh, that kind of are exposed to the priesthood. Or now are we talking about, as you said, people who have evidence that are kind of pointing them into a direction uh, and that this weekend is designed for that? Right, right. Yeah. So often men who who are starting to take it a bit more seriously, a, a little bit older tends tends to be, and and actually many of them were attendees of Quavadas Days. Okay. And uh, you know, there's a young man that I'm thinking of right now that'll be there that went to Quavadas Days all four years of his high school time frame, and and I recently had a conversation with him, and he'll be on the retreat. And so, it is kind of an exciting time to say like, well, do I take the next step of discernment? I think a lot of people sometimes think. Oh, he's off to the seminary. He's going to be a priest. But but we just call that sort of the next step in discernment. Because okay. there's many years in the seminary before you sort of really firm up the decision. You're still kind of discerning there. And so a lot of the men on this retreat will hear things like that. Remember, if you decide to go to the seminary, you know, men still discern out of the seminary. But, but often it's an important stage because, um, you know, you'll meet men sometimes, you know, that maybe had thought about it, but never gave it a chance. And there's a little bit of that agitation, that little what if question mm. in their life later on. But but the men that I know who went to the seminary and then maybe were called to marriage and discerned out of the seminary, it's not a question mark in their mind, okay. you know, anymore. And so I, I think it's important. And, and Archbishop says that, you know, it's important for the men to, to give it a shot. Like if you feel like the Lord might be calling you, you kind of owe it to him. I affectionately call him the closer, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because uh, I'll talk to the guys, I'll talk to the guys, but, I, but, you know, our shepherd, you know, and the charism of, of a bishop, you know, there, there is something that, you know, the bishops are the successors to the apostles. And, and when he speaks, um, a lot of these young men truly 
mm. listen. And, and so a lot of the times when he when he tells them, give it a shot, you know, a lot of the men, you know, really step up from what they hear from the archbishop. So how many men do we have currently discerning in the archdiocese? Oh, gosh, you know, it's, it's so interesting because men are in so many different stages. You know, one of our most uh, recent seminaries, seminarians, um, it took me three years of work to get, I wasn't even the vocation director when I first talked to him <laughs> about it. I, I, you know, he was working at a parish, one of our parish offices in the archdiocese. And I said, have you ever thought about becoming a priest? And so three years later he entered. So you have guys in every stage of it, like ready to go, ready to enter. Like one, one of the guys who served for me at the cathedral this morning is, uh, filled out the application and he's ready to go, um, come this fall. But then other guys are still kind of like just thinking about it. But I would say I, I'm regularly talking to about 15 men, um, but they're in such varying stages of readiness. And, and so we're just trying to help give them the courage to take the next leap. Well, that discernment retreat <clears throat> is coming up January 6th through the 8th. Uh, Father Julia, for men who are listening or people who are listening who think, I know somebody who uh, should be going to this weekend, what's the process then at this point? How uh well, how do they reserve their spot uh, with Archbishop Sample for this retreat? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If there's anybody interested, if you just go to pdxvocations.org, and then you'll see the contact email there and say, hey, I'm interested in going to the retreat, and then we'll respond to you with the registration form, and then you can get ready um, ready to go. And so just contact, either call or, or email the vocations um, office, and then we'll get back to you and get you on the retreat. It's at Our Lady of Peace retreat house. I know many, many people here have been to Our Lady of Peace. I did their Christmas Eve mass uh, this year. And so for me, it's always great to to go and be with the sisters. They're such, uh, it, it is really a peaceful um, oh. house and retreat uh-huh. to, to be in. And, and it, like I said, I was a two-time attendee. And I actually also my cousin, um, Brother Rafino, who's a Franciscan <clears throat> friar of the Renewal in Honduras, he also came with me to that discernment retreat. And, and, you know, he had a vocation as well. So even if it's not to the archdiocese, sometimes it's a springboard to your vocation anyway, what what the Lord is actually calling you to. Father Peter, before you take off, could we get your priestly blessing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The Lord be with you. And with with your your spirit. spirit. May almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And if you are interested in this retreat, I will be sure to add a link to where you can find the information from the Office of Vocations. You can find that link on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.